Yeah, we're back, right? We uh, should be back. We're back. Here right now? Yeah. Okay. The, the Cleveland Indians, Andy, yes. seem to be almost desperate to make a trade, right? No, they're not. This is so ridiculous. I can't even take it anymore. Go ahead. You don't think it's ridiculous? I think it's absolutely ridiculous to say that Cleveland is, like, itching and dying to trade Kluber because it's not true. Just because John Morosi types in one thing into Twitter, now every newspaper organization in the entire free world is tweeting that the Cleveland Indians are desperate to get rid of Kluber, but they're not desperate to get rid of Kluber. They said, Terry Francona said that 98% of what you read is wrong. Well, what is he supposed to say? Is he supposed to agree? Why wouldn't they? I mean, why wouldn't he? If they were really trying to get rid of a pitcher that bad, why would they keep it secret? I mean, seriously, they'd have to be bowled away to to give up one of those guys. I'm not saying that they won't, but I'm not saying that they won't do it. They're open to it. But they're not out like marketing Kluber and Bauer and all these things. They're they're just not. Absolutely. You think they could win with Jake Bauer, Leonis Martin, and Tyler Naquin in their uh, in their outfield? Okay. I Do think you think they, they could win with those guys? Three left-handed. They don't have to then... trade Kluber to get an outfielder. Well, who would they? Who, what are you yelling at me for? Because you didn't let me answer the question. But I'm Go telling ahead. you, they they don't need to trade a pitcher to get an outfielder. They could sign one on the free agency. They could sign one on the free agency. Absolutely right. Who's available on Adam the free Jones. agency? All right, there you go. Okay, you could. They could. But they have a budget. That's the problem. They they're don't paying. Want to they're their paying. Budget. They are paying Bauer and they're paying Bauer minimal money. And well, they're but together their team payroll. Check it out. It's okay. about. 164 million, if I'm not mistaken. I just don't think uh, they need an outfielder that's as good as Kluber. What kind of outfielder are you going to get for Kluber? I mean, honestly, he's got two Cy Youngs. He must might have even had a better year last year than he did any other year. In certain categories, right. he did. So yeah. let's just say this: What kind of outfielder are you going to get for a guy like Corey Kluber when they're like so few and far between in baseball nowadays to find a pitcher like him? They would have to be given over like Mike Trout and shit. Well, let's put it this way. Uh, do you like Abisail Garcia? He's okay, but he's not cool. Yeah, okay. Do you like Carl? I'm talking about the free agents. Do you like Carlos Gonzalez? Sure, why not? They just need a, an outfielder. It's not the, It's not like the most difficult. Uh, I, it's anybody. Uh, how about Fiel Ortega? Do you like him? No. no. Uh, do you like J.B. Shuck? Do you like him? Do uh, you like Cameron Mayburn? Yeah. Uh, Adam Jones, okay for a year. Uh, they're not going to spend the money on A.J. Pollock. They're not going to spend Adam Jones' money either. Adam uh, Jones what, might not even have a job by then, and he's great. What about Melky Cabrera? They could resign Melky Cabrera, Perfect. right? Yep. How about could. Jose Batista? They could sign. How about they Carlos Gomez? Carlos Gomez. Absolutely. Right? Uh, absolutely. Ridiculous. Why? What's wrong with those? Ridiculous. Why don't you like those? Well, look, it's a possibility, and I agree with you on one thing. They are not giving Corey Kluber away, right? Okay, they're not. And they're do not it. trying to go out and market him. They're not desperate to give Kluber away for an outfielder. When you don't think they're marketing, what do you mean by more? What's your definition of marketing? You just opened the segment saying that they are desperate to, to get rid of Kluber or it something seems like that. that. They are. Because Why? These the name is in the paper every single day. That's because there's With, nothing else to talk about, and John Morosi tweets one thing, and now everybody and their mama is. T- it, when did John Morosi tweet that? He tweeted it today. Yeah, okay, okay.
Okay. He tweeted right. it today, and it's the uh, news of the day. It's the absolute yeah, well, news, of the the day. news of the day. Right. The San Diego Padres are currently involved in trade talks. The Padres are interested in the ace of Kluber. Dodgers are still considered the favorites. By who? Who considers favorites? I want to know how. Well, why is Kluber the favorite for the Dodgers? I thought Harper was the, the favorite for the Dodgers since he just they gave away two of their outfielders. So. They might want to address that issue, but I'm just saying I don't I don't I always pay attention to eat the key words when we're talking about these articles. They say that they're you know eager, they're really out there wheeling and dealing trying to get rid of Kluber, and it's just it's misleading and it's it's really we you found out firsthand that it's all about. Oh no question, but I do know I have read from uh, from months ago that the Indians are absolutely no. No, no, no. The, it, this is what happened. The Indians were so good. Can you no, hear me? Just, no, no, no. I'm oh. sorry. I couldn't hear you talking. That's why I, I was, didn't mean I to talk. I can hear you. I know. But I couldn't hear you. That's yeah. why I was talking. Keep going. I was still not meaning to cut you off. Shit. Their outfield situation is horrible. Okay, I think this is bad. Yeah, we got problems. Reconnecting, that's just lovely. What the hell, we're in the same damn house. You'd think that we could get this together. Can we? My internet connection, I lost it. So... Damn it. Not winning this division. 
I don't think so. Now, the only problem is I can't figure out who's going to do it. The, right. Well, the White Sox, if they go ahead and keep doing something. Uh, uh, I don't know. But what about Minnesota? I mean, this is a, I think Minnesota is arguably the most interesting team in the major leagues. They got what? They got uh, Jonathan Scope, a new second baseman, who had a horrible I, – I think you and I once thought Jonathan Scope was pretty good, right? He might be good again, but you never know. The Twins are just a deep dungeon of black bottomless pit. And then you got – so they got Scope, they got Miguel Sano, and you've got uh, – I don't even want to say his name. How about Juan Marwin it. Gonzalez? They could use a guy like him, Marwin Gonzalez. Relax. Let, we're talking about who they have. Not who they're going to get. I'm telling you who they have a choice of getting. All right. Yeah, well, they have a lot of choices of getting. Okay. But I I think Minnesota is is another good long shot to place a bet. And do you know this kid, Jake Cave, by the way? No. Yeah. All right, look. He was a former Yankee who was actually blocked in their uh, minor league system. Okay. Okay. And he came to life with the Tweedo. He had 13 home runs in, in just about 19 plate appearances. What? Right? That, no, yeah. no. You're telling yeah. me that he had... I'm sorry. No, no. He had four home runs in 19 plate appearances. Okay. Uh, so, uh, 19, 91 plate appearances. I mean, I, everything's back. And he's, who, right? who owns him? The Twins? He had 13 home runs in 91 games. And you think that the Twins are going to use him to get Kluber? No, I think that the Twins may not have a bad team. They may not have a bad team. Oh. I mean, J.K., by the way, etch that name in your kitchen table. He could be a real sleeper. Listen, he's, man. He's a, he's a, let me finish. Please. Okay, okay. He's a left-handed batter. J.K. You know, it's not Cave. a big place about six. What, are you making fun of how Jake I pronounce Cave. names? J.K., uh, whoop-dee-doo. He played 91 games and hit yeah. 13 homers. Whoop-dee-doo. And he's. But he started all uh, uh, <laughs> all all but two games in September. Okay. He had around two eighty. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's being he's being touted as a twenty five plus home run guy. Yeah. Well, I'd like to see Sano or Buxton or one of these other fools over in ten- Twinsville because they do have talent on their team. They definitely have the hitting with Jonathan Scope over there, and you know there's potential here with C.J. Cron and. Miguel Sano, if Miguel Sano and Byron Buxton just showed up for like a third right. of the season, okay, all that's right. how so, good they could be if they. But I, nobody really knows what they were supposed to be the sleeper last year. Okay, genius. But all the right, White Sox could be. All right, let's have a bidding, okay? Are we having uh, let's bidding? Have a bid. okay. Let's bid on Buxton. Jake Cave. No, on, on Buxton. Cave. Nobody's going to bid on Cave. All right. Why not? How about let's bid on Buxton? Where do you want to start the bidding? I'm not bidding on Buxton, so get You're not on bidding it. on Buxton. I'll bid him up a little bit. All right, Buxton for two. Three. You, you, see, you just Because I'm not going to let him go for three. Oh, well, that's what I said. What Too are you going to let him go for? I'm going to let him go for, like, eight. Eight. All right, mm-hmm. I'll go eight on Buxton. In a mixed league. In an eight? AO-only league, I'm letting him go at ten. All right, I'll Twelve. go ten on Buxton. Going once. Going twice. I got him. And then I'm going to okay. trade him. I'm going to get him in a trade later on when you're just annoyed as shit about this guy. And I'm going yeah. to get him in, like, August 20th. Then well, that's when he starts hitting. <laughs> that's when he starts Supposedly. Hitting. Okay. But and he didn't about, hit it all last year. And what about Sano? Sano needs to lose gonna, weight. He's going to well, come to it. spring in the best shape of his life. He'll be there. Watch. 
Sano needs to lose weight, right? He's going to come to the spring training in the best shape of his life. Uh-huh. Okay. So the Twins have C.J. Cron, again, Eddie Rosario, Miguel Sano, Jonathan Broxton, and Byron Buxton. Jonathan I mean, Scope. You know, uh, is that what I said? Jonathan you Scope? You said Broxton, and he's a pitcher, but you meant, you got confused yeah, I meant Buxton, Scope. is yeah. it? I, I meant Scope. But they're talking about getting Nelson Cruz, too. And, and Jake, uh, who's yes, who's this came straight from the chief baseball officer. That's not happening. They're Hold not on getting, a minute. No, they got C.J. Cron. I okay, okay, fine. If but, Tyler Austin plays first base, if they don't have to go get him, they got and and Buxton is gonna is their is their fourth outfielder. They got four outfielders: Cave, Kepler, Rosario, but Minnesota's not getting Cruz. Tampa, Fine. Tampa. They're not getting Kluber. You wanna? I'll bet you Tampa gets Cruz. Okay, you can have it. Take it. I can have what? Cruise to Tampa. Yeah. All right, let's go ask the chat room. Anybody have any ideas where you think Nelson Cruz is going to go? Yeah, you don't think Cruz. it's you don't think it's a big deal, but it really is. You know, a big it, deal. It's, it's a huge deal. A big deal. deal. Big right? deal. Very big deal. Because he always he's got to go to an American League team. Yeah. Oh well, wait a second. Rusev bought La, uh, Lana's car. All right. Uh, Rusev bought Lana's daughter. You know who Rusev is? No, I have no clue who you're talking about or what Rusev. Rusev. You know Rusev? Rusev, not uh, Tony Larusev. Rusev. R U S E V. Rusev. That's right. Yeah, I, you know who he is. I have no clue who that is. He's a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> and what happened to him? I don't know. He bought Lana. That's his manager. Is that uh, his wife? He put her. I don't know if they're really married. Are they married? All right. It was a Rusev day today. All right. Anyway, let's get. Uh, let's so the continue. Yankees are still trying to work out a deal with the Reds for Sonny Gray. They want the Reds to take Sonny Gray, but the Reds are fine doing that. They just they refuse to give the Yankees the prospects that they want. They don't want like the best prospects, but they want like the second tier, Double A AA and Triple A prospects. And the Reds are not really that willing to give them up. And I mean, if you're any team but the Yankees right now, you kind of know that you're in a position of power. You know that they have to get rid of this fool. He cannot be yeah. in the rotation to start the season. But but Lou always has a good point. He said that if they got like a half closer, I mean, if they got another half starter, somebody that can only come in and pitch at home, like maybe CC could pitch at home, and then um, Sonny Gray could actually pitch on the road because he had a great ERA on the road. That wouldn't shock me. That wouldn't sh- it would surprise me, but it wouldn't shock me with all that's going on in baseball with the open. There were some teams in Major League Baseball. I mean, you know the interesting thing about Tampa and the fact that they won 90 games last year and nobody even knows it. Uh, Tampa is the only team that I could found who has an opener and they don't have a closer. <laughs> well, Tampa is the ones that started the, the opener. Is the close the opener and the closer could be the same guy? Did you? But they that? have an opener. It could be uh, Ryan Yarbrough. It could be uh, Yanni Chirinos. It, it could be any one of those. But they don't have a closer because they lost Sergio Rowe. Who's their closer? They don't have a closer. Where? On uh, Tampa. Pay I don't attention. Even know what, I don't even know what team we're talking about. I said They're this morning that Tampa. they could use Kimbrel. I said this morning, but they shouldn't even be. I don't know why they're always bothering because they cannot, they cannot compete in that. I mean, no, I, don't, they, I shouldn't gonna, say I don't know why they always bother because they actually do a lot better than. They won ninety games last year, sweetheart. Ninety, is that bad? I heard, but guess what? They didn't make the playoffs. So. And uh, by the way, who made who uh, who picked uh, Tampa as the sleeper team last year? You know. Probably you. It was me. It was me. In Philly. So where, where do you think Kimbrel's going to go? To the Red Sox. 
you think the Red Sox are just sitting by until his mm-hmm. number drops, right? Absolutely. So he was asking for. By the way, we have a contest. Uh, oh, we do. Yeah, okay. isn't it up? Isn't it up on the homepage? Where does Craig Kimbrell sign? Oh yeah, it is on the homepage. On the homepage, where does Craig Kimbrell sign, and how many years? Okay. So you can, and also the other contest is how many at bats will Albert Pujols get? Okay? Yes, that is one. So you can win a, a nice uh, uh, prize that could change your life. So where do you think Kimbrell is going to go? I mean, if you really take a look at it, I have five teams that I think could be in the running for Kimbrell. Yeah. Five okay. teams. Okay. I got the Red Sox. What do you think? Well, actually, I have six teams. Red Sox. Okay. The Red Sox, the uh, Phillies, the St. Louis, Louis Cardinals. Uh, St. Louis just got Andrew Miller. They're not going to get Oh, him. they did? I didn't see that. I must Come on. Missed. You knew that. I really didn't. You told me that. Oh, maybe. All right. I got well, Andrew Miller is not – okay, that's fine. Yeah, so, Andrew Miller could be. All right, Okay, but so, so Philly could use him, but I think they should go with Sir Anthony Dominguez as their closer. Okay. So you got Tampa Bay. Okay, we have – uh, San Diego is one of them. San Diego's not spending that money on a closer. Sorry. Well, that was one of the five. It's not one of the five. The Red Sox the are The Angels. Aha! Wouldn't that be a kick in the petunia? Why? If the Angels all of a sudden came out of nowhere, you know, there are two uh, people in Major League Baseball. One is Artie Moreno. I don't even remember who the uh, general manager is in, in, uh, in L.A. I forgot his name. But they just are liable to just come out and swipe Bryce Harper and Craig Kimbrell. They got to do something with Mike Trout on this team. They can't just sit there. They either got well, to sign. Decided up. To, they decided to sign an in, an injured guy. They they knew what he was doing. They knew he was hurt. They signed oh. him anyway. Now they're oh. screwed. Otani, you yes. mean? Yes. Yeah, I know. Well, well, all right, but still. Okay, so they got Trout. And they don't appear to be doing anything. But you know something? It's a sneaky team. Would you be surprised? They don't even have a closer. They got Cambridrosian, uh, I think a sleeper. If they don't come up with a closer, uh, Ty Buttry could be the closer on this team. They can't come but up with a better closer than that. I, you know what? You mentioned the Angels, and that's not a bad pick. What about Cam Bedrosian? Cam is okay. Uh, uh, but they, you know, this could be a very sneaky team that is absolutely a very good defensive team. And if they pick up a Harper and they pick, I mean, look, I don't know what there's. Angels uh, Yeah, the Angels do so. What about the Cubs? They do you think too. that the, if the Cubs, look, the Cubs are trying to make a pitch for Bryce Harper. Well, they, I don't right, know what right. they're doing with that. Why do they need Harper? Why do they need, they need Harper? They closer. They do. They, so I'm saying we're talking about Kimbrell now. If the Cubs failed to get Harper, okay, uh, do you think they would go for Craig Kimbrell? I don't know why their one is dependent upon the other. Like if they don't, it's get money, Harper, money, money, money. The Cubbies don't the, care about money. They have money. Are you kidding me? Can't Cubbies, don't you see? There are the budgetary constraints. Oh, don't forget. Do you even know, have you looked at the payrolls for these teams? Let's check yeah, it out. Yeah, check it out. You see where the Cubs are. The Cubbies are there. already past the mark, so. Yeah, so they don't want to add to it with So Bryce why would they Harper. get Harper, dude? Because, well, look. Uh, Just they because Harper's to... cool name to talk about right now? No, so well, they can use them. them. 
I mean, Schwaber, Almora, and Jason Haywood? You said this. You said that Harper does a couple things, and the two things, and you could put them into one thing, and that is to put butts in the sea, and the Cubbies don't have a problem getting fans. Right. What about so the They might TV? not pay a, a, a high price for – they already have a high price. Jason Hayward sitting out there doing nothing. Right. Ian Happ, dude, he's, he could be good. He might actually have a decent season this year. You know, we all expected him to be good last year, but since he didn't, nobody's going to draft him. And I think that, you know, if he continues to be the center fielder there, then whatever. They don't really need Harper that bad. I think they need a closer worse, don't you? Yep, with Brandon Morrow. Pedro Strop is listed as their closer. Wally Icab is in the chat room. Okay. Have you met Wally? Have you talked to Wally? I think you did, right? Wally's going to be doing some podcasting for us. So there you go. Okay. I'm about your stocking. I got you a stocking. Oh, you did? Says what? Yeti. You're the big oh, Yeti monster. On the big Yeti. What about, you know what was interesting? Uh, that last year, okay, 2000 and, uh, what was it, 17, 18, 19, whatever it is. 18. There's always players. I mean, could you name some players that last year for the first time jumped off the page who you really weren't that familiar with? I mean, don't say Acuna because you saw him in Arizona. So I'm let's not. not all right, let's not say. Are there any other players that you think that I know uh, one that you like introduced themselves to you last year? David Bodie. David Bodie. You love him. Okay. He's your friend. Yeah, uh, yeah but you know what? Because you were trying uh, to compare. You were trying to compete with me by finding yourself a little prospect. Well, and I you found Chevy. He was pretty consistent. He was a utility man. He does look you know, like yeah. a baseball player. He's bounced around since around 2012, but, you know, uh, look, his bat, you know, once he was exposed, he I thought he might uh, get that starting lineup uh, job this year. But, no, uh, he's a jack-of-all-trades. He plays all the infield positions, but uh, his bats did slow down a little bit last year. What about but Jordan was, Hicks, who took I over? was very proud, if I could finish my sentence, please. Uh, that uh, I managed to spot him just like you spotted Sebi, right? Okay, no. Go ahead. Who else? I spotted Sebi in a totally different organic way. uh, What do you mean organic? I don't know what the – I don't have no clue what that means. Are you drinking cookies again? I'm drinking vodka this time. Oh, that's what it is? Yes. All righty. All right, good. Okay, I can't have cookies before shows because then I can't remember what I'm talking about. You don't don't sound like you remember even that you're on a show. Okay, how about this? How about Jordan Hicks? You were talking about him. Do you remember that? I just think he's cool because he happens to have thrown the hardest pitch that a stat cast ever saw. Aaron, Aroldis Chapman used to have that, but he got 105. But his ERA was seven something, so don't even, don't even. He's still, he's still. What's the word? He's still maturing. In utero. Uh, What about that? Do you remember sitting in the Arizona Fall League? And watching Jordan Hicks pitch. Mm-hmm. Remember how we thought he was different from everybody else? Uh, uh, in terms of most pitchers, look, I'm not that sophisticated. Uh, some pitchers, and most pitchers look alike. You know, their speed. It's so hard to tell, even when you sit behind home plate. I was but reading th- about one pitcher today that's on the free agency that nobody's talking about. Well, can I finish talking about Jordan God, Hicks? Yes, go. Yes, please finish. Just spit it out. When he got on the mound, I remember we both said, this guy looks different, right? I don't remember that. I already said that. I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't. 
I don't remember him looking that different. But tell me, what was? Do you remember what was different? Yeah, because he just threw the ball so hard, you could actually tell that you know sometimes these guys throw ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven. Fine, this guy, uh, it just looked different. So all right, you know, and he he really uh, he's become as good as a role as Chapman on the velocity leaderboard. Yeah, so. on the velocity leaderboard, but you know, I don't put a lot of I don't put a lot into velocity, but I know a lot of people do. So I do okay. know that on the same MLB.com, their article that we there's an article that talks about um, the ten players whose names that you learned last year. There's also an article about Zach Britton that I thought was really interesting because, you know, he's 31. People aren't paying a lot of attention to him. The last couple of years have been pretty, like, no bueno. But this guy throws – he's 31. He throws his sinker nine out of every ten pitches. Who is that? Zach Britton. Oh, yeah, Zach Britton. Everybody knows what he's doing, and they and, still can't hit it. Yeah, and it says that pitchers are throwing fewer sinkers than ever before. Um because they get better outcomes with other pitches, but this guy he throws at ninety two point one percent of the time. Well, so that's if you th- good, so except it's not the topic we were talking about. Well, we were talking about closers. That we're he, talking he about. Closers. You must be drinking. Is the bottle done yet? Whatever. Whatever you were would, talking about was boring me, so I moved on to a different topic. Whatever well, you well, were would, talking it, about, I hope you know because it's. It, it would be nice if you told me. We were know, talking about players. That we didn't know until last year. Okay, go. Do you have any that are extra special to you that you wanted to talk about? Because before we were talking about that, we were talking about closers. Well, let me ask you this: uh, Were you familiar with Harrison Bader last year? Yes, I did. I was. Yes. You you did. Okay. Yes. Did you think he was going to be just a defensive oriented uh, fifth outfield prospect, or well, do you think he was going to turn into a star? Well, wasn't like he, he hurt before? Well. He was hurt, like, the year before that, but we already knew that can't. I think he steals base and hits homers, too. Isn't he, like, a, yeah. a speed and power guy? One of the best defensive players, one of the fastest players in baseball, uh, but when they traded away Tommy Pham, it was to make room for Harrison Bader, and I don't think he's going to disappoint. I, I don't think he's going to disappoint. He's a fan favorite. Absolutely a fan favorite. Do you know who uh, uh, Ramon Laureano is? No. You don't even know who he is? Not really, no. He's a starting A's outfielder. Well, I didn't know who he was. I didn't know who he was last year. He's got a great arm, though, I'm seeing in this video. Oh, yeah? I don't know what video you're looking at. He's got a rocket arm. It looks like Frank Hoare. Yeah, no, he's going to be a player. All right? He's he's a tremendous, like you say, he's a great defensive outfielder. But um, he ended up hitting around 290. Uh, he only played 48 games. But I'm going to tell you, he could be the ace starting center fielder on opening day. Okay. So uh, what about I'll, Max Muncy? We love him. Yeah, you know, by the end of the season, I forgot that Max Muncy was really his first year. I just, you know, I was I was kind of surprised. I thought Max Muncy had been around. I don't know why. Maybe we just heard his name so much last year, right? Well, it's kind of an, a unique name, but he looks like he could be Kimbrel's brother. Oh, is that right? Why, he's got a beard? Because they have, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's why, because they both have beards. I don't know. A double A has a beard. He doesn't look like Kimbrel's brother. How much confidence do you have in Max Muncy doing what he did last year? Not enough to probably draft him, unfortunately, because right. I don't really like guys in their second season. Although he did have a crappy July, but he came back in September and October. He slugged 574, 
Right. During the regular season, and then he hit three home runs in the postseason. So, you know, he seems to be very comfortable. Okay. Uh, he, doesn't let me get, just... he doesn't get rattled a lot, it seems. All right, let me see if I could uh, stump you on another player, okay? Uh, do you do do you know Fran who Fran – Yes, I know who Fran Miller is. How would you know I was going to ask you that? Because I was saying when he came up, that not everybody shouldn't go run out and spin all oh, the time right. on him because yeah. he can't hit because he strikes <laughs> out all the time. But he did hit, and I actually uh-huh. picked him up too, so I went against my own advice. Yeah, so you knew that. So you you told people not to pick him up. Because he strikes out too much. But you picked him up, right? Yeah. So you think, look, they got Hunter Renfro. I didn't spend Ma- a lot of money on him, though. Manny Margot. Yeah. They got uh, Franchi Cordero. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think Travis Jankowski is going to be uh, part of the mix, but I don't know why. And then, and then Fran Mill Ray. So they got Utility. four good out. They got four good outfielders right there. And Will Myers is still on this team. Whoop de freaking do, Will Myers. Whoop de do. If he wasn't an American League team, he would be the DH. But he's got to. The point is, is that San Diego has five outfielders. Okay. So what does that mean? Of substance. Well, I mean, they, need, they don't have to spend a lot of money, dude, to get in a, a closer. And well, they're actually closer than we think to competing, this team. You think they are? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Reyes, Hunter Renfro, they got Franchi Cordero. I, I'm telling you, if this team is healthy, they could be something. Uh-huh. And, you know, I told people about Fernando Tatis, who really didn't have that great of a, Demir- of a uh, Dominican League. During the regular season, he had about 260. Uh, you know, three homers. He did have seven steals. So. What's up with the freaking starting pitching rotation in San Diego? I mean, they're allowed to slack off on starting pitching because it's easier to pitch there, but it's not getting to be easier to pitch there because they keep putting more seats in there. So then what? It makes it easier to hit there. Anyway, they're pitching bullpen. They're ro- I mean, the rotation is horrid. And all they need to do is get mediocre. They need a couple Gio Gonzalez. They'd be stacked. Yeah, maybe. Uh, well, you know, they got hurt with Gary Richards and his Tommy John, and they got hurt with Denelson Lamette and his Tommy okay, John. Yeah, okay. Well, so is Denelson uh, Lamette coming back? Didn't he miss the entire season? He missed pretty much of these. Ooh, you know, he, uh, he, didn't, he didn't miss the beginning. I think so he did. He, he could be back. I, no, I think we – didn't we have I'm him last year? that guy did not pitch for long. Let me check it out. I know he didn't pitch long. Uh, Eric Lauer, they got a lot of lefties. Lauer, Lucchese. How do you spell it? Lamette. L A M E T. It's not Lamont. It's Lamette. Okay. Nelson Lamette. Yes. Yeah. Remember when Craig called us up in the, at nine? Middle of the night? yeah. It, it's I the middle of that the night for, for you. For me, it's the middle of the night. And, and he whispers. April. Yeah. April fourteenth. He was out the entirety of the season. That means he's right. going to be back, dude. And he should be back. I wonder yep. if there's any update on this guy. No, he he should be back. In April. Uh, yep, he should be back in April. Let's Are there any sleeper? Uh, are there any other players that uh, at the beginning of last year that you did not know? A lot. That uh, 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 did you know who uh, Yoshishi Hirano is? Yes, we did know who he was. Isn't he a closer? He's the closer in Arizona. Well, he, All right. He he was a closer in St. Louis, and then he stunk, and then nobody remembered him. Uh, Hirano, he I didn't know he was close in St. Louis, but okay. I, maybe uh, not. Maybe I'm no, wrong. I, I think you were wrong. He What's came that from that guy's the, name. There's another closer. Okay, forget it. I'm wrong. Uh, what about, uh, do you remember seeing Daniel Palka in the um, mm-hmm. in the Arizona Fall League? Yeah. Right? A, a, a big guy. Uh, he's a guy who came into last year. Nobody knew who he was. We did, all right, because we saw him. 
and uh, I thought he was actually pretty good. So there's a you know, and also uh, uh, you, you keep talking about closers. What about the closer on Texas, Leclaire? You like that guy? No. You don't like Leclaire? Why? Why? Because I think he's pretty good. Uh, I think I, I would take I would take him as a sleeper closer this year. I mean, uh, I don't know how many games Texas uh, is going to be even competitive with. It's an awful, awful That's team. a horrible ballpark to be pitching in. Yeah, it's just terrible. With uh, You know, they signed Lance Lynn and they got Drew Smiley and Edison Volquist. I mean, what kind of a Dude, pitching staff is this? I mean, look, this, he – I always think of this guy as nobody knows about him, but I think that everybody knows about Jose Leclerc. I, well, that's the point. At the beginning of last year, very few people knew about him. Oh, Right, but coming, but now, I think he's going to be. Uh, he may even go overvalued. I'm surprised they still have him because I know a lot of teams had to be looking for this guy. Okay. okay is it my turn to come up with a topic now? Go ahead, come up with a topic. Okay, my topic is that Alex Bregman, famous for getting into Twitter spats with Trevor Bauer, and he was out driving around town tipping mm-hmm. every. He tipped 12 different fast food workers $100 for Christmas. Um, and he, before that, it, like last month, he tipped a waitress $500 after he found out that she got her car broken into. Right. He tipped her $500. What do you think of that? That's pretty nice of Alex Bregman to go around and spread some stand of love. What kind of topic is this? It's mine. Oh, you know who's in the chat room? Dirty Eck is here. Drop the mic, all right? I'm so glad drop, drop the, the mic, mic is, is, is more important than Bregman and his good community deeds. Right now, drop the mic is here. Nice to have you with us, Dirty X. Nice to have you with us. And I'm just going to well, keep talking about what I want because I want to tell you, too, about Zach Britton. All right, go ahead. Tell me about Zach Britton. Zach Britton throws his splitter a lot. Sinker. I don't even know yeah. what friggin' pitch it is now. His yeah, sinker. go ahead. Anyway, so he's he's a free agent. What do you I mean, he's going to be a lot cheaper than your boy Kimbrel and, you know, Adam Ottavino. Well, there's a lot of talk about Britain going to the Red Sox if the Red Sox don't get Kimbrel. Uh Philadelphia desperately wants him. They desperately want him. Okay? And he's got that what, 65% ground ball rate? He injected a ton of ground uh, balls with it. I mean, yeah. seriously, his 92.1% sinker usage was the highest of his career. It was the highest in baseball. And it was really hard for people to hit. They can't square up on it. So even if he wasn't like – so this is exactly what pitchers like Verlander do as they age. They find a better way to pitch. They just find a different way to get mm-hmm. batters out. And maybe you don't have the velocity that you used to, but you use different – you just use – you know, different uh, qualities, different assets, whatever, you know, different athletic abilities. So his his sinker averages 93.8 miles an hour in June and then 95 miles an hour for the rest of the season. So he's, like, actually getting better as a pitcher. Yeah. So, I mean, his numbers aren't hella great, but I would it, totally – I'm really not sure exactly if this, you know, if this is uh, really – Effective in all ballparks or all in all situations, but there was only two barrels. So, okay, of the 80 balls in play of Britain's sinker after June, only two of them were barrels. Mm-hmm. That's the most difficult level of contact quality. It's like hitting the the sweet spot on your golf ball. Okay. Okay. 
so there was only two of those. It, there was 80 balls in put and play off his sinker, and only two of them were hit good. Zach Britton's a good pitcher, and that we know. Absolutely. Uh, so of the hard-hit balls he allowed from July onward, meaning those with an exit velocity of at least 95 miles an hour, the threshold StatCast uses for hard contact, only 20.7% were line drives or fly balls. That was the lowest amount in the majors, so just like you said earlier, he just induces a ton of ground balls. He's That's good it. In, a, in a home run park. He's good anywhere. So, so it's hard to hit his sinker, and if you do hit it, you're going to hit it into a ground ball. And he was. everybody knew he was throwing it in Baltimore, and he got away with it pretty well. He's might, so, this guy says he might be more valuable than any other free agent reliever. I probably, if he's healthy, gets oh, back God. to the status that he was two years ago. Here we go. Uh, Here what? We go. The Dodgers have been linked to Corey Kluber in trade talks as much as any other suitor this offseason. But another National League West club has emerged as a strong contender to land Cleveland's two-time Cy Young winner. Does anybody talk to the Indians about this? Please. They just make up shit as they go. Believe me, it's made up. So I'm talking about, yeah. I'm just talking, talking about I'm having my own podcast. I, I'm just <laughs> listening, all right? And pretty soon I'm going to change the channel. I hope you do. Uh, uh, you got San Diego now. That's who you're talking about, interested in Corey Kluber. Yeah, but what about they they're dying to get Kluber who's gonna play? Who's going to play third base for San Diego? I can't even think. Hunter Renfro? I don't know. Because there are... There was, I have no idea. There are certain teams that are, have definite needs. San Diego, look at, at Miguel Andujar. That's for I sure. thought that Will Myers, is your boy Will Myers plays third base. No, you, you look. What? You know that Will Myers tried to play third base, and he, he can't. They don't care. They can't play first base either, so what? They're going to have to trade him. What about, uh, what about Ian Kindler? He played a little third base. Who's going to play second base for the Nationals, do you know? I don't know. Let me think. Um, why are you trying to quiz me? I'm not trying to quiz you. Howie Kendrick. Anthony I don't, Rendon. I don't know. Somebody. Uh, somebody. I, I don't think they're going to stick with those guys, do you? Wilmer Dipo. Uh, where do you think Machado's going? The Yankees. You think he's going to sign with the Yankees, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, so let's just get. Or what do you, uh, so you think Machado goes it makes to the Yankees? Makes the most sense because that's what they need is a middle infielder. That's always a good place to start. Like what teams need. Where do you think Harper's going? Harper's gonna go to the Dodgers. I think he'll end up on the West Coast. I do. Where do you think Kimbrel's going? Red Sox. Okay, now uh, your opinion. Do you think Madison Baumgartner will get traded? Uh, no. In the off season, what do you think that the, I don't know? Did you hear what I said today about why these pitchers, uh, why these teams are holding on to players until the um, uh, until the trading deadline, and they're not trading them at the beginning of the season? Did you hear what I said? No. It, it makes a little sense. Uh, you guys like Baumgartner, and maybe even Kluber, and, and even JT Realmuto. One of the they think they can get more. From mm-hmm. at the trading deadline for a couple of reasons. First of all, any team that gets a Baumgartner or, or a Real Muto uh, doesn't have to pay his whole salary then for this year. So they save a substantial amount of money. Mm-hmm. Second thing is that they feel that teams who uh, uh, start the season, they think they have good teams, 
but it's a not in comparison to when they're right at the doorstep. Right, and they need one piece. And they need, need right, right, right now there's a lot of teams that don't know where they are. They think they're good. They hope they're good. They may be good. But in July, when they just need that one piece to get through, they feel that Madison Baumgartner and J.T. Romuto, just to name two, and maybe even Corey Kluber. Yeah. Uh, well, Madison Baumgartner has everybody clinched on that. I mean, he's definitely the best. You couldn't uh, – okay, what, my, what I'm trying to say is Madison Baumgartner will definitely be – more valuable to a team that can contend with one more good starting pitcher because this guy can hit bombs too. Exactly right. And uh, all right, so don't forget that. But um, JT Real Muto isn't taking anybody to the World Series. Sorry, but I mean Grandall could do this. Okay, I'm not going to say Grandall could do the same exactly, but and I do believe that a catcher is a very important part of a team to make it to the World Series. But is JT Real Muto really that guy yet? Well, no, but the Dodgers could use him because they need a right-handed bat. Remember, they need that right-handed bat, and yeah. uh, and they're they're right at the, they think they're right at the doorstep. But, but here's is a, it is a switch hitter. No, but here's a very funny thing. Okay, we need a righty, dude. Here's a very funny thing. What? Who's who's going to get more money in Major League Baseball, Bryce Harper or Manny Machado? Harper. Harper. Uh, does anybody disagree? We all think that Harper gets more money in in uh, in Major League Baseball. Well, right? uh, Manny Machado lost like thirty million when he said he doesn't hustle. So. He didn't lose any. Every team is still wanted him. Is they still in on pay him. him as much. That's bull dinky. Okay. Maybe they will. Maybe they let like me a guy finish that's not my injured. question, Maybe please. Maybe I should like a guy that's not injured. Who cares if he hustles? Okay. Uh, our Carver says that uh, Machado gets more. All right. Okay. But uh, right. I'm, so in number. Yikes. Say a number, Leonard. I don't have a number. In Major League Baseball, Harper's going to get more. Who's going to get more money put on him in fantasy baseball? Machado. That's it. I, I don't know what league you're in. That is going to be totally dependent on who's drafting. I don't think so. I do, because I guarantee there's people out there there that will draft Bryce Harper in the first round still. Okay. There's people out there that won't draft him till the third round. I think that Manny Machado is going to get more value is, than Bryce Harper will in fantasy baseball. You, but that's not the same as being more expensive. If he's going to get more value, that means he's... he's no, I'm saying is that more value put on him. I mean, Harper will be a uh, a $35 player, and Machado is going to be a $38 player. So that's kind of interesting, too, in itself, because the shortstop position is so deep compared to what it's been. It is seriously so deep. It, I don't ever recall a time that it was ever not shallow, if that makes sense. Until what are you now, talking about? The shortstop position. It used to be that there was not that many good shortstops out there. There's a ton of good shortstops now, so it doesn't really help Machado. If you play shortstop or you play third base, they're both deep positions. You don't have to draft a guy that high anymore, like – you just automatically assume, I think, that a shortstop or a third baseman is going to be more valuable than an outfielder. Right. No. You remember that you told me that more shortstops hit 30 home runs than first baseman? Mm-hmm. That was one of the interesting stats of, of the year so far. That is a good right? stat, yeah. Yeah, that's right. More shortstops hit home There's runs. so many good shortstops. So I say that Machado's value doesn't get pumped up any kind of way because of the position scarcity, at least. Who do you think is going to have a better year? 
Patrick Corbin or James Paxton? So I don't really think you can compare these two pitchers like that. Why not? Why not? One of them was a free agent, and the other one was a trade. That's first reason. Maybe if you listen to the question, who's going to have a better year? What the question was that you put out there this morning was who made the better trade? How about the question that I put out tonight? I don't know who's going to be the better pitcher next year. I think it's Corbin because I don't trust Paxton in Yankee Stadium at all, and I don't trust him to be healthy ever, so I'm going to take Corbin. Mm-hmm. And I hate the Yankees, so there. That's part of my bias. Okay, but I think we may have a little disagreement in the chat room. Go ahead. Tell me why, right? though. You I mean, you got Corbin. Well, I don't know why. Uh, we'll see. All right. Uh, Corbin, because he's going to pitch a lot. Okay. Um, dirty act like Corbin, because Paxton will be hurt too much. Okay. Uh, and then. Uh, Is there anybody arguing with me at all? Easy kill. By the way, easy kill. Are you want tonight? Easy kill. I just want to know. Uh, so let me just ask you a thing. As we get as we get into the fantasy baseball season around the corner. Yeah, we're doing the draft guide right now. All. Go ahead. Sorry. All leagues should be focusing on a couple of things. Number one, focus on your trade rules, right? About voiding out trades. Make sure the rules are agreed upon. There's a consensus. Everybody signs off to it. And have you heard of one that doesn't have that? Oh, there, well, there are so many arguments about this trade shouldn't be voided. Yeah, that because trade, everybody's affected by a trade, and they shouldn't be the ones voting on whether or not it's fair. Come up with a way of determining whether or not a trade is fair. Well, they, and they I have, have to go I have outside the, the league to do it because you cannot be unbiased from within. That's not a bad idea, by the way. There is one fantasy judge. Remember? Yeah. Go ahead, Lenny. Please finish. Both both teams that are involved in the trade have to explain how it helps their team. If one of the teams cannot explain how it helps their team to get into the money or make the playoffs, the trade should be voided. That's, That's not what I think that we should be telling everybody to be paying attention to right at this moment. That's you have to start to get the voting in, get the league involved. Well, Trades, how many DL spots are you going to use? You that's, have to look at the, the settings, other. the league settings, right? Is that what you're saying? You have to make now. You have to have a, te- a league meeting and get these rules about how many DL spots and how and how you're going to evaluate trades? Well, Get them all down on paper. You won't be surprised as to how many as to how many leagues don't even they just wing it as the year goes. And if you haven't had rules, I don't know any league that just wings it as the years go. I've never heard of it happening one time. You need to have a full explanation. From both people, and you can't say that Tim Tebow is going to hit 45 home runs. That's not the. You have to explain clearly how it helps you. If you could explain it, then fine. Then the deal, both teams. Lenny. One team can't explain how it helps them, then the deal is not is not uh, is not allowed. Okay. First of all, I have two things. First, you know that making a trade at the beginning of the season is a lot different than making a trade right before the deadline and we've talked about this so many times I can think of the exact situation that it came up where it was uh, McCutcheon for 
Uh, Dexter Fell. Right. Okay. That's, and that everybody was, was complaining because they said that that wasn't a fair trade. And because everybody assumed that McCutcheon would have a better season, but you and I and everybody else that we know did understand that at the beginning of the season, you don't know what they're going to do. They're, that's a good point. There's no way to, to say that it's not a fair trade. If you want, because you're a homer of the Cubbies, and you want to have their leadoff batter, then more power to you. He actually went to another team and then went to the Cubbies instead. Remember that? But you're entitled to an opinion. Okay. You're right? entitled to an opinion, but you can't be vetoing trades at the beginning of the season because nobody can possibly explain right. everything right. that they're going to do for the team because you don't even know where you stand yet. The second that, thing I'd like to that, say that's more important than that crap is – sorry, I shouldn't call it crap, but it is kind of crappy – is to pay attention to the targets, the category targets. You better pay attention before they refresh the leagues. If you don't go in there and look before they reset the leagues, then you lose all that information. You need to know who put it in an Excel spreadsheet or something. Put all of the the put all of the managers' numbers in there, all of the category numbers, and average them out with some other leagues and figure out your category targets. Right? Isn't that? And especially if you've played in that league before, then you already know the rules. That the you know it's it's. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm good. Uh, Carver says you should never veto unless there is proof of collusion. Now, okay, I would say something, okay? And Easy Kill says no vetoes. All right, let me. No vetoes. Let me just deal with how do you prove collusion? All right? Is there collusion if. uh, How do you prove collusion? If both teams can explain how it helps them. Then how is it collusion? Well, you can't prove it unless somebody admits it. Is collusion when you're marketing Mike Trout? Hear me out. And you only and you only tell and you only make a deal because you're on the phone with somebody and you don't market him. Is that collusion? No, that's just bad etiquette. Right? It's stupid. It's bad if etiquette. somebody traded Mike Trout without letting the the, the league know that I'm using Mike Trout as an example. Without the league knowing that Trout was up for sale, uh, I would think that that hits of collusion. I think uh, that's a good point, and I think that right? people should be aware of it. I think that we should write, dude, some fantasy baseball etiquette rules because it is it, it is the right thing to do to let ever put a message up in your league saying Trout's up for sale. So whoever gives me the best offer, I will that's take right. It. And, and then it gives everybody an opportunity. Yeah. And if you don't, and but if you're it's only not talk- collusion, if you don't, well, then what is collusion? How about this? Maybe. What, wait, what is collusion? Collusion is when you both paid money to be in the league, and you both don't want to lose your money, and one of your teams sucks, and the other one is good, and so you give your good players to the guy that could possibly win some money, and then you decide that we're going to get together and split the money. It's collusion. No, that's it's like not collusion. You that's know. Thiever, that's you both get kicked out of the league for that. We're talking about viewing a trade. You can't have collusion if both teams benefit by the trade. Winning. Right? Now, E.C. Kill says he doesn't believe in any vetoes. I if, don't either. If there's a trade made and one it puts one team into the, into the playoffs, into the money, and the other team can't tell you how it helps them, then that's when you veto it. Simple well, as that. I it's say, really simple. Here's the, but nobody – 
should okay first of all it shouldn't be up to the other league members to veto a trade because you see things different you are affected by a trade whether you like it or not you're affected by it so you don't have any right being the veto guy because you're just pissed off that you didn't get to trade for this guy but i will say this that i just don't think that uh you i don't i think that there should be a rule this uh, gets rid of the collusion it solves the problem without having to have a bunch of drama because believe me there's drama and fantasy like i've never seen it around girls but they're dr- dramatic you just say this, the first t- place team, the second place team, it doesn't matter what place your team is, you can't trade after a certain time of the season. You can't trade with anybody that's three or four slots or five slots. You know, you can only trade with teams that are in the vicinity of you. You can't, the last place team can't trade to the second place team to get them in the first place, like by giving them Clayton Kershaw. We've seen that. Yes, that happened in labor. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Now, okay, I'm okay with that. Uh, but uh, one caveat. If you play in a dynasty league, you have to understand that anything goes. Because Not anything. I don't agree Anything. With that. A dumping trade where you get five prospects for Mike Trout. That's how you play dynasty. I understand the what you're saying. Game. Your point is totally valid. However, there is still ways to avoid that from happening, too. How is and that? Because, well, one way would be to offer everybody, like, you can't just say, oh, that's my buddy, I'm ready to prepare for this year i want to win this year that guy's not going to win now so i'm going to give him my prospects and then it's like you get clayton kershaw or something this did happen a couple years ago and it's not cool they shouldn't be able to leap into first place because they traded for clayton kershaw by giving up a bunch of rookies well i don't know maybe they should i don't know i don't veto trades ever because i don't have time to be looking at your team i don't don't care what your team is doing lenny you're definitely not paying attention. I, in a dynasty league, anything goes. In a redraft league, you're absolutely right. You're not okay? paying attention. Okay, I'm not paying attention. Just keep on drinking, okay? I am. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. I mean, you must have at consumed. Least at least I won't be talking over you while I'm drinking vodka. That's what. Just keep drinking, okay? okay a- yeah. Andrea believes in big government, okay? <laughs> I do not. I believe in no government. Uh, what about the DL uh, spots? Uh, how many DL spots do you like? Okay, it's got to be better than this football jokester leagues that I was in this year that had unlimited DL, unlimited taxi, whatever the hell a taxi is, unlimited DL, unlimited taxi, unlimited everything, and then there's nobody. 16 teams, there's nobody. I think you should Nobody have for what? Nobody to pick up because there's 16 teams and there's all kinds of extra players that you can just keep adding to your team. So there's got to uh, be right. some kind of limit, Lenny. I know your theory on this is to have unlimited DL. But unlimited it gets to DL. a point where you – look – you don't need unlimited DL, right? I mean, because... Here's the way you do it. You have unlimited DL, and you expand the reserves. So that maybe there's no, maybe you don't have waiver wires. So there's nobody to Let's, pick up. Let, why do you have to pick somebody up? That's part if, of winning fantasy baseball. Part of winning fantasy baseball is to draft enough reserves so that you have reserves in on your on your bed. You may have 10 reserves, okay. 15 reserves. All right, no waiver wires. You draft all the players, and this way you have a 15 or a 10-man bench. It gives you plenty of trade bait. Why Makes it just... more fun. Oh, I don't like to trade, though. I'm not a fan of the trade. So I am a fan of the draft and hold leagues, the 50-player leagues at NFBC, but I didn't ever win, yeah. so I stopped. No, so I'm in favor of expanding the reserves, even if you don't have any waiver. And having un- unlimited deal. 
and and then and having uh and having unlimited deal. You want expanded reserves and unlimited deal. Yeah. You're getting a little greedy in your older age. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Because uh, listen, I've been playing a lot of only leagues. There's never anybody on the on the way first. Is there somebody coming on now? No, nine o'clock. Okay. Oh, good. Okay, then you get to talk to me for a minute. No, I'm only for one minute because we are getting off. Okay. Well, you can tell me that you're getting off, but I'm the one that's in control of this. Yeah, I know you're getting off on a bottle of vodka. <laughs> that's for you. Off on a bottle of vodka. Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's off. thank everybody who's made it. Oh, Cha Cha was here. Cha Cha. He, I didn't even see Cha Cha here. Cha Cha. Clear. Okay, go ahead. You got all right. Let's uh, let's remember easy uh, easy kill tonight. Are you on tonight? I don't even know yet. Okay. Yes, he said yes. Yes, and I and I like best ball. Easy kill will be on tonight at ten. Okay. Uh, uh, Brian Jura, nine o'clock for Brian. Okay. Reportedly. So when you see words like reportedly, Padres yeah. reportedly among teams discussing Kluber trades, and when they say stuff like. They're eager to get rid of – they're eager to talk to other teams about getting rid of uh, Kluber and all this. It's just a bunch of nonsense. All it is is it's speculative words. It's not fact words. You could tell the difference. I think teachers in schools should be using these articles to tell kids what the difference is between facts and speculative. Facts and opinions. Okay. Facts and opinions. There's a difference. Anything, anything else? What? No, I don't have anything else. Okay. Probably a lot of else. You can finish. Go ahead. What else did I want to talk to you about? That's it for me. No. No, you want to keep uh, blabbering? Yes. Okay, well, go ahead. So pick a topic. Pick a topic. we got ten more minutes. I, I do. I think best ball in football, easy kill, is the best thing that ever happened. In football... Best ball would make me play football again. This way you don't have to wait all Sunday morning to find out who's playing. To me, that's the thing that I can't believe people would play fantasy football. Here's an article that's interesting. They're talking about the value of the um, – this is at Reddit, Fantasy Baseball Reddit. He says that he keeps hearing people talk about the stolen bases and that they're scarce and that on podcasts and um, it's just not true, he says. Fantasy baseball is a closed market. As the total number of stolen bases in the player pool goes down, so does the number of stolen bases that you need. At no point in fantasy baseball history have you needed fewer total stolen bases to compete in your league than you do right now. The fact that it is hard to find elite stolen bases, it just does not matter because it is hard for everybody in the league to find stolen bases, not just you. If there's seven elite stolen base guys in the league, it means not having one doesn't hurt against a chunk of the league. When Who wrote that? Who wrote this that? It actually makes a lot of sense. Okay? He's an idiot. That's no. the simplest thing anybody could figure out in two seconds. You don't need as many stolen bases as you used to. You don't, uh, right? Then, okay. And you, and you need more home runs than you used to. That's what he's saying, though. He's All right. Saying, he's oh, saying, he's right. Anybody can figure that out. You have to write an article about that? Lenny, you have no right to dog this article. I don't think you understand what he's saying. Oh, go ahead. Oh, here's the next – this is the next paragraph. Uh, just now, like, no, listen to this. Now, yeah. before you misquote Econ 101 at me, understand that in a closed system, as supply goes down, so does demand. This isn't the simple econ equation people are used to. When supply and demand both go down together, the price depends on other factors. In this case, 
the shape of the stolen base pool has flattened. There are far fewer zero to five stolen base guys than there used to be as, <laughs> uh, as the big old slugger has lost his place in the game mostly. There are few, far fewer 25-plus stolen base guys as the low OBP defensive stolen base guy has lost his place in the game mostly. That and he's wrong. He's wrong, the by the way. The vast majority of players yeah, uh, are in the 5 to 25 stolen base range of players. Yeah. Okay, fine. Just hang up so I can finish reading this article to these people. It's stupid. And I'll tell you why. The value of a guy like D. Gordon, he says, has never been lower. These guys just aren't worth it at all right now, as you simply do not need an empty 40 stolen base player anymore. Oh, my gosh. So it's... please stop saying that stolen bases are scarce and more valuable than ever, because it's not true. As a stat becomes scarce in this game, it becomes obsolete, not valuable. See, this is a guy who thinks he's a genius and is an idiot. I think he's right. I think he's wrong. I'll tell you why. Don't let's call say, an idiot because they let's see a difference. Let's say that you need a hundred you figure out that according to your league from last year you need a hundred stolen bases yes. to finish fourth, right? Total. Total. Right. Now now maybe ten years ago you needed two hundred. Right? Okay, so right. you need a lot less. Okay. The point is is that there's it's harder there's a scarcity of people who can get you that hundred stolen bases. So right, there's still but all a the negativity that they bring along with it, like Billy Hamilton, the negative shit that he brings to a points league is not worth it, and he's right about that. You don't need half your stolen bases from one dude. No, you but it may be harder to get a hundred stolen bases today than it was to get two hundred stolen bases ten years ago. Right, but that doesn't really make a. But but what he's trying to say is that it doesn't matter. When you go to draft, you're not drafting like it's 1979. You're drafting like it's 2018. That there's not not one person in the league is going to have 200 stolen bases unless they draft. Well, I like know, but they're going to have 100. The point is, is that it's hard to get the 100 because no, people it is. aren't it's running. Not. I don't think. Oh come on, it is so. And if you get the 100 by getting a bunch of 10 stolen base guys, you need you you. Number one, you spend more for guys with stolen bases than you do with the guys who don't have stolen bases. Exactly. The power speed guys are the most expensive offensive players in fantasy baseball, okay. right? I, right or wrong? Yeah, if you're looking for 25-25 a guy, but not if you're looking for, like, a, a guy that hits 25 homers and, like, 10 stolen bases. If you could get 10 stolen bases from each of your home run hitters, then you would actually Not that easy. And here's the difference. It's here's not that easy to do. Listen. That's the point. It's, okay, not fine. That if it's not that easy, but it's still feasible. It's still just as feasible as D. Gordon giving you all your stolen bases. And not only that, I don't even know what I was going to say, but it was something. You see, you pay for stolen bases. Why? You never did before. Now all of a sudden you want to argue with this No, guy. I never did before because my strategy has always been to spread it out. And instead of paying for a big stolen base guy, I'm spreading it out. I'm going to get a lot of guys who could hit 20-20, okay? But you don't find those guys anymore. You just don't find them. And when you I do mean, find them, they're year, unreliable. There were only 26 players, in, uh, not tw maybe 40 players in Major League Baseball who stole 20 bases. That's it, okay? Really That's it. And you know how many home, uh, how many, uh, there was, see, one, two, I can think of three, four, five, so there was about 10 guys. Ten, maybe twelve players who went who went twenty twenty. That's it. So there is a scarcity. That, there was like four of those last.
couple years. But here's you got Whit Merrifield. He stole 45 bases. Trey Ter- Turner stole. Don't even say a word. I'm going to say one thing. If you get the guy who steals your 45 to 50 bases, it takes the pressure off of getting of overpaying to get three more guys who steal bases. You want to draft Trey Turner in the first round? More power to you. I guarantee that people that drafted Trey Turner in the first round last year did not do well. Who said anything about the first round? Well, you have to to get him. So, I mean, if you want him, 35. Who says Trey Turner? How about Whit Merrifield? You mentioned him. He had, what, 12 home runs, stole uh, stole 40-something bases. What's wrong with him? What's wrong with Malik Smith? There's nothing wrong with him. There's nothing wrong with Malik Smith either. That's the thing. There's a lot of them. There's 15 hitters that stole 26 bases or more. 15 hitters that stole 26 bases. And there's 28 hitters that stole 20 or more. There's 28 batters that stole 20 or more bases. So don't think that they're as – they're not that scarce here. They're just not. I mean, so, oh. it, it, and we could go further down the list. If you well, are you to. counting Greg only... Allen? Are you counting uh, Michael Taylor? I'm counting uh, the people that stole over 20 bases. Break. There's 28 it, of them. And the, and you need, yeah, and these are all high-priced players. They're all high. I mean, what do you got? You got Trey Turner. You had the Jose Ramirez. You got Starling Marte. You got Mookie Betts. Let me finish. You got Lorenzo Kane. These are all the you can only afford. You only named five. So name the other 20. I'm not done yet. You wouldn't let me talk. Because the other 20 aren't on the list. You got Francisco Lindor. You got Mike Trout. You got Yelich. You're talking. That's why there's a scarcity. Okay. Because you can't spend... That kind of value on these players is only – they're all high-priced How players. How about this? If you got 10 stolen bases from all your offensive guys, you'd have 100 stolen bases. Guess you what? You can't. That's the point. There's 83 you, batters that stole 10 bases or more. 83. You can't. You can't get but, those guys? No, because you're going to draft Turner high. You're going to draft Harris high. You're going to draft Marte high. You, Beth, know, you so. can't get all these players. That's the point. How about if when you get Lorenzo Payne, Story, Francisco Lindor? I you, already heard all the names. You already said them. Listen. You're full of shit right now. Because if you choose a guy that steals bases, instead of choosing the guy that doesn't steal any bases when it's your turn to draft, you will have a well-rounded team. Don't draft the dude that only hits home runs. Draft the dude that steals 10 bases when it's your turn to draft. That way, you're going to still get your fair shares of these guys. But, no, in, in a snake draft, you're definitely not going to get them all. But none of these – all these guys are not going in the first five rounds. I'll guarantee that. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I mean, honestly, in, in Major League Baseball, there was 83 batters that stole 10 or more bases. Uh-huh. Uh, what, uh, all right, Easy Kill wants to know where Jonathan Lucroy is going to go. I think he's going to go back to Oakland. All right. I think he's a good addition. If yeah, that's right. Greg Allen stole 21. You draft Greg Allen. <laughs> Fine, I will. There you go. Now I just got, so now I just made up for one dude that doesn't have enough stolen bases. But I agree with the guy because there are a lot of uh, hitters that are stealing some bases. There's not a lot of guys stealing a ton of bases, but there's more last year than there has been in previous years, right? Yeah. Recent years. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're looking at uh, – there's three – there's three guys that stole over 40 bases. Yeah, well, you know what? Last year it wasn't like that. No, what, last year over 40 bases? Three hitters stole over 40 bases. Last year? Yes. Yeah, I know. So what's the big deal? And nine stole.
stole 30 or no, 11 stole 30 or more. 11 what am I saying? stole Let's 30. Look at, let's look at 2017 and see what we have there for some scarcity. For mm-hmm. okay, the scarcity is you have to be smart to understand this. Is okay. that the, a lot of these players are going to go in the first four rounds. You can't get all these players. You can't get you don't multiple need the players. 40 guys. You don't need the 40 stolen base guys. So who are you going to get? All right, name guys you're going to get. Who's going to steal uh, 15 or more bases? Who are you going to get? Come you going to get Tommy Pham? No, I wasn't. you going to get Jose Iglesias? you going to get Harrison Bader? Uh, you going to get Wendell on Tampa? you going to get Kinsler? I'm going to fucking get, get whoever steals bases at the end of the draft. That's so what I'm going to get. It's risky to Just get like those I get guys. get Davis, and he saves my ass uh, all get the a, time. Hey, how about your boy Angle uh, uh, on, on the White Sox? Did he steal 15 bases? Maybe. No, so I'm telling you. Him? What's wrong you know, with him? Whoever wrote that article isn't paying attention. He thinks you're not paying attention. What he's doing. You're not I'm paying attention. Michael Taylor, he's done. I'm done with him. You know, what about Ian Desmond? You like Ian Desmond? No, but you love him. He's your boyfriend. Why shouldn't he be? Twenty-two. Draft Ender Enciarte this year. I will tell you. Twenty-twenty last year with almost ninety RBIs. Anything wrong with that? I'm drafting. I'm drafting. All right, say goodnight, Lucy. No, I'm drafting Ender Enciarte. Are you going to draft Ahmed Rosario? He'll steal thirty. Uh, Malpal's going. Will Myers, baby. Right? Uh, he cost the me. only one that will draft him. Yeah, I lo- him. at first base, he's well worth it, right? I like Cesar Hernandez. Uh, all right, Andrea, say goodnight to everybody. No. Say goodnight to everybody. What Come on, we got Puy? goodnight. I want to know what Pui. I want to know some from the from the gallery. I want to know about Pui. What do you guys the think? The gallery? Well, last year we hit 23 home runs. They yes, stole 15, 15 bases, okay, right? Okay, fine. But he is gets along good with his this hitting coach. This is yeah. huge. Turn award. Turn award. Right. The big yes. deal. The big do you know every time Yasiel Puig hit a home run, do you know what happened after he that in, in the dugout? No. What did he do after he hit a home run? And he gets into the dugout. Nope. He likes to smash the water cooler. Nope. After he hits a home run. He likes to hug everybody and play games. Ah, uh, you're getting close. I know what he does. I went over him. to he go to turn award and he give him a kiss. Yes, he gives kisses. <laughs> so, but he used to give kisses to the robbers too. Yeah. So do I have to hit a home run before I get? Week is going to be good. I'm going to trust him again, <laughs> even though gotcha. I got to hit. A, I don't hit home runs anymore. Cha cha. Okay, full of shit. What are you talking about? I think Cha-Cha's the only one that gets what you're saying. All right, go ahead. Okay, what about Andrew McCutcheon? you think he's going to steal 15 bases? Mm, probably not. No? Is he going to bat leadoff? Uh, uh, he's not. Probably not. So, I don't think so, no. But what about, um, do you like uh, Gregory Polanco? Well, he's got a bad shoulder, but uh, if he comes Moncada? back. Do you like Moncada? Yes, I like Moncada a lot. Why do you like him? Uh, look, uh, <laughs> why do I like him? Well, I he can just... run and he can hit for power. All right, so then you ask me a question and you answer it. You don't Go know. Ahead. You don't. I'll tell you why I don't like him. Why don't you like him? Because he strikes out too much. Very good. Thirty-three percent of the time. I don't care. 
I hate when you people just recite numbers and they not don't. Know you, what I'm not reciting uh, numbers. I'm telling you facts. Oh, you knew he hit 33 percent of the time strike. Yes, and I asked you why you don't like him. I gave you a fair shot. And I said I like him. Why do you like him? Because from my history of watching baseball, it generally takes players two to three years until they they learn the pitch recog- pitch recognition. Yes. That's the biggest factor. It's yes. like going to college. Your freshman year, you're totally lost. Your sophomore year, a little more comfortable. By your junior year, you're the king of the castle. The and that's sophomore what, year is scary because that's when people have figured you out and they've had enough time to study the yeah. tapes and – they get to adjust to your weaknesses, and you have to either figure it out or you don't. That's And what is that called? Adjustment. Sophomore slump. Sophomore slump. It's when right? you don't – it's when you won't adjust like you, when you won't make adjustments because you can't teach the dog new tricks. What kind of adjustments would you I don't expect you to make – I don't expect you to make any adjustments. Yeah, and I don't mind. You can spill it out there. What There's kind so of adjustments? Like, if I had a list and I had and I could write a list, I would I would. There's a picture of Oscar Gamble there, right? Cha Cha just put. That's Oscar Gamble, right? No, Rudy Gamble. No, that's Oscar Gamble. Oscar. Anybody could tell who Oscar Gamble is, yeah, right? Who is it though? It's on the tip of my tongue. Here. Yeah, he's got. What these about Kevin Pillar? Is he going to be good? Yeah, he's okay. He stole. I mean, here's a guy, 15 stolen bases or 15 homers and 14 stolen bases. All right, so listen, uh, Brian, Brian Jura is coming up at 9 o'clock. Gotcha. Easy Kill will be there at 10. Yes, because Easy's a nice boy. Okay. Yes. Happy Any Merry Christmas, Easy Kill, and Mrs. Easy, too. Okay, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. And, this is in the uh, chat room. Uh, Cha Cha. Okay, Easy Millie Kill. and Cha Cha too. Merry Christmas. Easy JJ Kill. is here. JJ. JJ and Mandy. And Mandy, yes. Okay. okay. Merry Christmas to you too. Oh, well, go ahead. Just go down. And Double the... A. He has um, his fiance Nicole. All right. You know Merry our car. You know. You know Mr. Carver, very nice fellow. I don't know who his wife is though. Okay. Well, you have to know everybody's wife. I do like to. All right. Okay, Andy. Uh, Say goodnight. I don't want them to think that I'm trying to hit on their man, you know, like I'm always needing, like, especially with Lou, I always try to make sure Megan knows. I'm not trying to hit on her man because I'm always needing shit. How could Lou. you be hitting on your man when you're doing a show with your man? I'm hitting on, I don't hit on men, but I like to include the wives so they're comfortable with us. Oh, okay. 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 Get, get the All right. GTFO. Get the out. Ah, hey. Thanks for joining us, everybody. I'll be back tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Uh, Brian Jura coming up, and then followed by Easy Kill at 10. We're hearing music. Request, please. Send request. Bye, Leonard. I'm hanging up Skype now. Go ahead.